Welcome to Talk About. On Talk About, our goal is to sit down with open-minded people for open and honest discussion. No judgment, no hidden agenda, just getting the conversation started. This week, we're joined by featured guest and special contributor to the show, Matt, AKA Max White. Listen in as we discuss topics such as the movie Joker, mental illness, and a few other side tangents. Enjoy the show. Recently, the movie Joker came out. Yes. And just for those that, that, that are keeping track at home, it is Joker and not the Joker. Yes. It's actually just Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, we had planned to go see this together because yes. we thought this would be cool. Plans didn't work out. Basement flooded. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty shitty yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I still went to see the movie. You did. I figured you would. Yeah, no, I went and yeah. checked it out. Yep. And then you went to see it a couple of weeks later. I did. I took my uh, took my wife. Yeah. Yes. On date night. Yes. Very, very Which, solid uh, romantic movie to go oh, on date night. Oh, 100%. And yeah. at the end of the movie, I said to her, so you didn't like it. And she goes, well, it's not that I didn't like it. It's not that I know what. That was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a fair assessment. Yes. Because let's be honest. It's it, fucked. It's fucked. But in the most amazingly yeah. way possible. Yeah. It's... It's pretty brilliantly done. Uh-huh. We're probably going to get into some spoilers just so that way people yeah. know. So if you haven't watched this movie at this point in time, what the fuck are you waiting for? Yeah, seriously. Um, do get it. out there and check it out. Cause Joaquin it's, Phoenix it's is brilliant. fucking uh, on another level. Yeah. Like just ridiculous how good he is in that movie. There's so many things that I want to unpack in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to go frame by frame no. in this. And this is not necessarily a movie review. It's just, yeah. we want to talk about the movie. We want to mm-hmm. talk about the components that we liked. And mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, it might naturally lead into um, talks on mental illness and mm-hmm. whatnot. Mm-hmm. But as all our conversations do, they're going to flow the way that they flow. Or they lead to mental illness? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 100%. Yeah, And then we just end up getting into a therapy session. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's really hard being your therapist. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Everybody listening at home knows that's the truth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I mean, um, where to start? Uh, well, I'm going to start with, say, I'm not a huge Joaquin Phoenix fan. Yeah, I haven't please. been for, for years, but holy shit. Yeah. That was, uh, like, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking about how amazing he was in that movie. Um and to the fact that, like, I don't know if you have the same feeling or not, but really the supporting cast in that movie, there's no secondary star. Like, there is. I mean, they're, they're big names. Sure. But it's him. Yeah. He's the whole the whole thing, right? And, uh, I mean, yes, Robert De Niro's in it, but his role in it is really, as huge as it is, it's also pretty small. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, just, wow. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a fair point that you bring up, yeah. and, and the fact that like the supporting cast uh, does almost like what a, a ref or an ump does yeah. when, when they're doing really good. You don't necessarily mm-hmm. notice them all the time. Yeah, um, and I think that yeah, he was so yeah, that's light not... years ahead of everybody else For in sure. that in a way that he owned every scene that he was in, whether it was like little subtleties mm-hmm. in his movement or whether it was the words that he was delivering. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, his overall look itself. Oh. Um, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I, I've never really cared about mm-hmm. Phoenix. And even when they announced him and they you know, they dropped those um, the teasers and the pictures of him yeah. you know, in some of the you know, uniform or the outfit and stuff, I was just like, I'm not I know. Really I think you and I had that conversation when it first started. Mm-hmm. And I said I was nervous because uh, uh, Ledger was phenomenal. Yeah. 
And then that other guy after him was not phenomenal. Yeah, and I don't no. give a fuck if he's listening or not. That was yeah, horrible. That was, um, uh, that and, was a weird one. Yeah. But I mean, and then of course you go back to Nicholson and, and of course total difference in the way they, they, they did all that. But uh, Nicholson was so whatever cartoony ca- cartoonish. Yeah. Um, but still I loved his performance as oh, well. Yeah. Like he was amazing, Yeah, but not anything to what, so yeah, I was really nervous about uh, them tackling this role again with another actor, and uh, but fuck, did he ever nail it? So the way the way that I've the way I've expressed my appreciation for what he's done with that role, as opposed to Ledger, because I mean Heath Ledger is the one that he's preceding, a hundred percent, or yeah, preceding, post seating, no. <laughs> Preceding is comes first, so post is yeah, after. It's it's um, it's not preceding. I was wrong, but it's definitely not post. I don't know. Sounds good. Succeeding. Succeeding. Uh, so he's the one succeeding him. Um, so obviously that comparison is is there, and they're both yeah. darker roles. Uh, yep. You know, Nicholson was Nicholson, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you get into like the show um, with uh, oh yeah, C- Cesar Romero. Oh yeah, Cesar yeah, Romero. And then there's the the Gotham show with the kid that plays him. But uh, yes, yeah. Kid, and he was he was good. I really liked him. Well, he was on Shameless, and I watched Shameless, and he's a oh, really good yeah. actor. Yeah, he's a good actor. So, yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that right out of the shoot, people wanted to kind of compare the two. I think oh, and that's yeah. natural, right? And and the the thing for me that's a parallel to that is Pennywise, right? So you've oh, got yeah. Tim Curry, and you've got Pennywise. Uh, Oh my God, and uh, and you obviously have uh, you know the new incarnation of Pennywise, Skarsgård. Right? Yeah. But now the thing is with these four actors playing two different roles, mm-hmm. they're not trying to one up each other, and no. they're not even they just they own each of those characters, yeah. right? And that's what Phoenix has done with this. Oh, he yes. owns his Joker. He does. Heath owns his Joker, yep. just like the other two own their versions of Pennywise. Yep. Um, and, and that's the thing that I like about it. And But I said to Jamie right out of the shoot, I'm like, I don't... In terms of a sequel, there's a part of me that would like to see a sequel. Yeah. Okay? That's just to see more of an unbelievable movie. Yes. I don't think they need a sequel. No. Um, I think it should be a standalone, but I honestly don't think that he can do that role anymore because I think it'll kill him. Yeah, he, yeah, I think it took a toll on him, like but physically and mentally. He's a strange guy, anyway. He uh, is. He's a method actor, right? Yes. Like he's like um, these guys, like Christian Bale, and and even um, even the other the other Joe. What the hell is that guy's name again? I don't know. I can't recall no, his name. Now. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. I do like Thirty Seconds from Mars. I, sure. I do like some of their music. <laughs> pretty good band you should check them out no um the singer probably sounds like shit yeah yeah he's <laughs> terrible it's really good um yeah so like he he's just uh he's a method actor so yeah, yeah getting into that role mentally physically um i i don't know yeah. that you can do that too many times man like no i yeah, and I, I well, I mean, we all know what it did to Heath Ledger. Well, and this is the thing, and and that still seems to be a little murky. Those waters. Well, I think there was a lot more going on yeah. than just that, but yeah, yeah. I, that might have been the push. The push. I think it would. I think it would have contributed. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, I know initially, right out of the shoot, that was the the reports people wanted to jump on mm-hmm. because it was very. It was a sexy. It was a sexy topic. To oh, bring for up. sure. You right. know what I mean? Like. Well, um, I think they did the same thing with uh, Skarsgård after uh, yeah. Chapter One, and he uh, he had said or he might have been quoted and maybe misquoted. I'm not 100 percent sure, uh, saying that he was having issues after playing mm-hmm. Pennywise. Um, 
because it fucking freaky ass characters. You gotta right? go to a, you gotta go yeah. to weird places. Yeah, man. yeah. To do that, I mean, you're killing kids. Like that's. I mean, <laughs> and, and then there's bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any kids, Jesus by the way. Uh, no, I don't mind killing any kids. <laughs> Except for three-year-olds that try to give me fucking smarties. Yeah, fuck them kids. Uh, no, I... Uh... <sighs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, but you're right. You have to go to some dark yeah. places. Some weird... It's yeah. a weird headspace to be in. I, I did uh, I did enjoy... Uh, I, I, um, no, I know. We're jumping. That's cool. Jumping all over. But I did enjoy the the subtle little uh, shout-out to Heath Ledger in, in this movie, which was awesome. And that's the... Which one are you referring to? Well, the one that I noticed. I mean, maybe there's more, but the uh, in the back of the cop car uh, when he's riding... It's it's almost a mirror. With the, the with head the, out the window. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah that it's was almost a, good a mirror, one. and I yeah. I figured it was a nice little salute to to Ledger and his yeah. his his uh, role as Joker. I I think you're right, and it's funny because I had done some research. I was just checking out Easter eggs mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and yeah. oddly enough, that Easter egg didn't even make it. I read probably really? three or four lists, and that Easter egg didn't land anywhere, and I'm surprised that it didn't because you're 100 oh, yeah. percent correct. It's yeah like right out of that. Oh, for sure. You it's know, obviously like... he's driving like Heath Ledger's driving the cop car. Oh, I, well, I think it, the well the one he. He's in the because isn't that when he was driving away from the hospital after he visited? Um, I think uh, somebody else is driving and he's, if I remember, and he's just hanging out the. You might be right. I just, for some reason, I remember him driving away from the hospital after he had. It's uh, after the uh, Harvey. Yeah, no, this is, uh, I think this is later when they're, when they're transporting him and he breaks free. And then he's are you talking the... about? Sorry, are you talking about Joker? Or are you talking about? Oh, uh, just sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about Ledger. Oh. I apologize. No, yeah. Ledger. Yeah, that's okay, what I was talking okay. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they when they, when they break him, when they um, because uh, they're gonna oh, they're transporting um, not him. They're transporting uh, Dent because right. he's come out and said that he's Batman. Yes, so they're transporting yes, yes. Dent and they're chasing him and he's gotten into the cop car and he's right. hanging. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's escaped the the because he's blown up the with the cell phone. Yes, blown up the. Uh, jail yeah and he's escaped and he's in i think he's hanging out the passenger so i could be wrong okay. i mean whatever we'd have to look it up but either I think way it's, yeah but yeah either way you're right like that, yeah that's a good shout out yes to, to his his uh role um so there was it was funny there was a couple of things with the movie itself that i found interesting i was talking to people about it later on mm-hmm. and obviously there's a whole component of you know what was imagined and what was real yes and this is the thing that i wanted to get into with you because we yeah. saw it at different times yes we didn't see it together yeah. um now the ending okay yes. so here so here's the thing and i, I want to get your interpretation of this as well he he gets so you're in the the talk show. Yeah. And kills some people. Fucking which was awesome. fucking brilliant. <laughs> you knew scene. it was coming. I know. You knew the whole thing was happening. Even though I mean he leads it up to you think he's gonna he wants you to think he's gonna kill himself. Yeah. But I that's what I said to my wife afterwards. I'm like, we knew. Like yeah. she's like, that was pretty messed up. I'm like, but yeah, but you knew that was coming. Yeah. There is no way that he was gonna go on that show and not do that. Yeah. <laughs> But that was so, the brilliance of the way the story was yes. told as well, right? Like mm-hmm. the the way it was edited, the way that the the climax, the the fucking music, yeah, the directing in that was an it was amazing. Like yes, there it was a home run on every level. Oh, right, which was insane. So mm-hmm. he kills these people, and then he's apprehended by the cops. Yep, right. So he's in the back of the cruiser, and referring back to what you yep. just you know yep. the yep. shout out to Heath. Yep. And then they get careened, they get T-boned by his... Yeah, so that's... Right? Same, similar. Right. Yep. Exactly. So, his cronies take him out of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And he does his dance mm-hmm. on the car. Yes. 
the last scene yeah. is him in the psychiatrist's office. Yes. Right? Yeah. So I had said after he got apprehended, mm-hmm. he disappeared into his own head. Him getting T-boned and being pulled out of the cop car didn't happen in reality. Him being celebrated didn't happen. Didn't happen. And it couldn't have happened because if it would have happened, there's no possible way he would have ended up in the psychiatrist chair at the end of the movie. Right. Because even at that point in time, SWAT comes out, which there's no fucking way SWAT's coming out because the whole city is burning. Yes. They would have ushered him away. And How- he would have been he would have been ushered to safety. So I, I, I agree, but the scene where uh, Batman's parents get killed, mm-hmm. it happens during those riots. Yeah. Right? So, and we all know, of course, where Batman came from and that that that, that has never changed mm-hmm. in any of the uh, incarnations of Batman, I'm assuming, yep. that even comic books and whatnot, where his um, parents get killed in the alley after the- The only the other day. one is where Bruce actually gets killed. Are you familiar with this? Oh, I think yes. You told yeah. me about this before. Fucking brilliant. I, so I thought Bruce, that was a, a fan. Thing. Um, I actually, I no. Well, I could Google it, but Jesus I don't want to do that. Do That's bullshit. But anyways, the story, the Google alternate storyline is plug. Bruce <laughs> yeah. gets killed. Right. Um. Then, uh, then uh, his father. Um, Oh yeah! Oh Jesus, Mr. Thomas, Wayne, Thomas, Thomas, <laughs> Thomas Wayne, Mr. Wayne, Mr. Thomas. Show him respect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thomas becomes Batman, mm-hmm. and the mother becomes Joker. Yes, I remember driven, you telling me driven about insane that one. by her son's death, which is fucking brilliant, yeah. brilliant. Well, yeah, I like that one. And there was. I almost a, want to was... say that's the uh, Flashpoint paradox, but I don't think that's tied into that. No, should, you can call Jamie; he'll know. I know, yeah. or I could just Google it, but I'm not going no. to. No, the other one that I liked, Fuck and I, I know the one. <laughs> The yeah. one that I liked it was um, it was a uh, a fan theory, okay. and uh, because Joker's origins are always all over the fucking place, um, but uh, was that um, Bruce travels back in time, whatever at one point and ends up in the alley, and he's at the alley where his parents get killed, and he's watching that scene uh, basically where his parents are about to get killed, and he realizes. He's like, oh, I'm going to finally find out who killed my parents, blah, 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 whatever. He's watching, he's watching, nobody's showing up, nobody's showing up. And it dawns on him that if his parents don't get killed, he doesn't become Batman. He doesn't save anything. So he actually goes down and kills his parents. that's amazing. And then the last you see of him is him jumping off a bridge, trying to commit suicide, where he survives. And as he's climbing out of the fucking water, you hear the maniacal laughter, and he's actually the Joker as well. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. Christ. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that was and that was a that's fan a fan, one. That was a fan fiction? one that I read on uh, oh, online. And I thought awesome. that was fucking crazy, and it was that's, amazing. That's so, really cool. Because one yeah. of the things that they were saying about the whole um, Thomas and Martha, got that one. Nice, um, Mr. and Mrs. Wayne for that's you right. at home. Yeah, <laughs> show some fucking respect. Um, that's uh, yeah, you know the uh, the pearl being the pearl necklace being ripped off. Yeah, that was, and, and then them always being killed in the alleyway. But even the shot, and I was told this by a friend. Uh, who's like massively into the comic books, mm-hmm. that shot of the silhouette in the alleyway is mm-hmm. basically taken right out of the comics. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they kind of did that verbatim, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to your point, so you were saying that, okay, we're in the alley, the, the, yeah, so they if, get if, killed. If, if the riots and everything happened in his brain, yeah. uh, then that means that his parents getting killed during those riots, either they... I don't know, didn't happen as well, or 
Well, not necessarily though. I mean, that could yeah. be happening. That's not the Joker thinking about that. That's us as the audience being shown that. And if yeah. you think about it, it was it wasn't the Joker that even killed him. No, no, it wasn't. Right? It, it was, was the a, dude with the mask. Yeah, like he put the one mask of the on. Jokerites or whatever yeah, you want exactly. to call them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a Joker rates. Yeah. Um, jo- I don't have anything else. Uh, Joker rates is good. <laughs> so, I mean, that could still be happening. Yeah. Right? That could have still happened. Yeah. But uh, unbeknownst to Joker. Yeah. So I, I, I do I, I do agree with there was a lot that happened in that movie that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, but this is the point. Like, yeah. At what point? Yes. Well, this was I, I knew, and sorry for the spoilers again, but I knew the scene in the comedy club that wasn't happening as he was, as we were being shown it in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, him killing you mean like, like yeah. Being on good. Stage, yes. Yeah, killing on stage, yes. Yeah. Being like, That's I had an a, industry term by the way. Yeah. Killing. Yeah. Did your friend teach you that? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I have a friend who's comedian. Two of them actually. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> That's a brag, but yeah, I know yeah, some yeah. comedians. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever. Oh, no, a couple guys. No big deal. I know one of them. Yeah. Anyway, I, uh, <laughs> I sat there and watched them write a joke. Sure. <laughs> This coffee is amazing, by the way. Is it? Mine's yeah. I'm still drinking it. Mine's still gone. Um, <laughs> I like to savor my coffee. <laughs> yeah, no, I like to chug it. I want to put it down in my gullet as quick as I can. Um, yeah, so... So you knew there that was, was a match. I knew that one was. Uh, the one that I didn't catch was the girl. Um, that was... was so that was... Under. And I thought it, it, they did a really good job. But as soon as you realize... Like as when he's sitting in the apartment and she says, "What are you doing in here?" Is your name's Arthur, isn't it? And and whatever, it's glaringly obvious because of the whole after he kills the guys on the subway yeah. and then he just goes and basically, I'm, I'm assuming he had sex with her. Um. <laughs> he had sex with her in his head. <laughs> well, yes. Um, but the thing is that I like about that, just to interrupt for one second, yeah. is that did not become clear to me that that the relationship was imagined mm-hmm. until he turned around and a look on her face was one of, why the fuck are you in my apartment? Yeah, yeah. Because That's when he's the... sitting down on, yeah, you right, don't... his whole physiology has changed when he's yes. sitting down like that and his hair is wet. Yeah. And so I get, a, I could, like, I looked at that scene and I was like, she probably just thinks it's a burglar because it doesn't look anything like. Yeah, that's 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 exactly that what I thought at first. Brilliant, right? Yeah. yeah, no, it was it was it was amazingly done. Jesus. It was it was great. Um, so that's that was one of the things my uh, wife said to me afterwards. That was one of her big concerns. She's like, they, they didn't show it, but but did he kill the woman and the little girl? And I'm like, I get it. <laughs> Let's put it this way: they're not going to be around for the yeah. sequel. Yeah. I'm going to say no. Yeah, I'm going to say yes, but they are. They did. So, uh, anyway, that was you had mentioned to me about Easter eggs, and that was the the the, the shout out to Heath was the one that I noticed. Um, also, the the snapping of the pearl necklace. I know that that mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that that happens in a lot of them too. But that that the way they showed that seemed very familiar to the way they showed it in another Batman movie. So yeah. I don't know if that was Nicholson's or if that was... They definitely have it. Like, I, I do remember different perspective. Obviously, I haven't seen that original Batman in a while, but uh, mm-hmm. different different point of view. And, of course, it's a different character because yeah. it's Napier that's killing them. Yes. Killing him, right? And he, yep. Who becomes Joker. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's always a, a point of, um, of detail that they like to include in them killing. It seems to be that... Yeah. that and that apparently goes back to the comic books, and I don't know the comic books that well. I don't either. I don't follow them either. So. I, didn't, I didn't read a lot of comics as a kid. No, neither I had I. some, obviously, but I mean, I think every kid did. I, but don't, I think I just inherited a couple here and there, but I never yeah, really had them. My stepdad had a, a collection that I, uh, that I um, um, 
<laughs> that I uh, went through okay. quite a bit. Um, My stepdad had a different kind of collection of books. I thought you were going to go somewhere else with like my 17 dads thing or whatever. No, but, uh, no, that's for another fucking episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have enough memory space and yeah. time for that shit. Well, just be clear, I don't have 17 dads. I, uh... <laughs> More than a baker's dozen. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's coming back to haunt me forever. Oh, yeah. Um. So anyway, back to Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... and. What I said earlier about uh, not really being uh, the secondary cast, it wasn't that there wasn't any amazing performances by no. the other actors and actresses. <laughs> I don't want to diminish anything that they did because they were all amazing as well, even the the little person. And, yeah. And uh, I thought he was great. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And uh, his uh, boss, uh, his oh. co-worker. Yeah. The... Well, that co-worker guy is on Billions. The guy oh, who is gives he? him I the gun. Watch that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the plays, guy gives him the gun. Yeah. yeah. He plays. Uh, he plays uh, Axelrod, the lead, one of the lead guys' uh, lawyer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he's he's not scummy in it, but yeah. he knows his way around the loopholes and whatever. So yeah. it was interesting to see him in this role. Yeah, and I thought the uh, the woman that was the social worker, I thought she was really good. Not yeah. the first social worker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Deb- she's not the same social worker at the end, is it? I don't think so. Because, I mean, her hair's different. And, and Yeah, but it's also um, a different setup. Like, the, yeah, it's a totally different, different setup. Yeah, and the lighting is At first, is I thought when light. I saw her that it was the same social worker, but I, and then I was like, no, it's not I the same I think woman. it is. And uh, and I think one of the it reasons. It would make sense for it to be the same one. For sure. Also, because then you go back to those conversations that he was having with her earlier. And yeah. What was that? Was that actually the setting? Was mm-hmm. he just casually going in? Was he an outpatient at that point in time? Yeah. You don't fucking know. No. Uh, funny Easter egg, just because you brought her up. Mm-hmm. Her name is Deborah Kane. So okay. she was named after the creator of Batman. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, shout out to, oh, man. I know all the the um, don't do it. big fans You're out there. No, no. I'm just referring to my notes here. Oh, okay. It's not Google. <laughs> um, so, yes. So homage to Bob Kane. Mm. Arthur Flack's social worker is Deborah Kane. Uh, a tip of the hat to uh, Batman and Joker creator Bob Kane, oh, okay. which I thought was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. I don't think I knew before just the second that uh, the creator of Batman was Bob Kane or I Bob no Kane. Idea. I had no, Kane? Yeah, no, no idea. idea. I mean, Jamie probably would have known that, no, but I don't he, know he those everything. things. Yeah. I'm only starting to get around to what I should have known as a teenager, <laughs> I guess. Like had the pleasure of a woman. Um, <laughs> Jeebus. It's been a while. It took a weird turn. Uh, been so it's long. not important. No. You don't need <laughs> I feel like this is leading in a different a, direction. Now. I was on a dating app right there just trying oh, to check it. No, I wasn't yeah, checking my notes here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it is the same, although I, I do want to see the movie again. Oh, I, I, I yeah. I think that that... that I don't think I could watch it a lot. And the reason I say that is, is because I don't think there's ever been a character in a movie that I have identified with more than (laughs) his uh, portrayal of Joker. And uh, uh, I think that it was uh, amazing and I would definitely watch it again. But yeah, it's it's a... I can understand. (laughs) It's a fine line. We'll definitely get into that too. Um, But... I have said since seeing the movie that I think it's the the best representation of uh, mental illness ever put on big screen. Now, I don't know all the movies that have ever been made, uh, but for me, for all the movies that I've seen, Mm -hmm. this is bang on. Yeah. So uh, I think 
one of the most amazing uh, lines in that uh, in the movie, and I'm not actually sure if he actually says it or if you just read it, is the the worst part about mental illness is uh, having to pretend like you don't have one or mm. something along those lines. Or, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. or people expect you to act like you don't have one. Mm. And kaboom, that yeah. one that one hit me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it's. 100% true. Well, that's the mantra, right? Like yeah. that, that, And that's what's coming out more and more about oh, mental yeah. illness and people talking about it more and more, which is great mm-hmm. uh, for people who suffer from severe cases of mental illness oh, yeah. to the people who suffer from just the mildest case, but mm-hmm. just knowing that it's there yeah. and that it's okay to talk about and, and that if you're not talking about it, you're actually damaging yourself even more on right. the inside. Yeah. And um, yeah, just wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's pretty remarkable portrayal of that. Well, and his therapy sessions uh, there with the with the caseworker uh, Deborah Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, uh, that uh, where he you know he's just casually smoking a cigarette and he says he's like you don't get it you don't get it yeah you keep and, asking me if I'm yeah. okay I'm never yeah. okay yeah and all I have is negative thoughts yeah and it's like what yeah like hmm. yeah it's I mean I can totally identify with that yeah. so um yeah it was and i think uh, my wife who works uh, in the uh, health services i mean that was one of the things that she had said afterwards she's like i think that was amazing how they dealt with mental illness <laughs> but it was fucked yeah. <laughs> and, and that, uh, to be honest mental illness is fucked yeah of course <laughs> of course it is yes. and it's 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 not the same for anybody no like no, it's just no. not no right? everybody deals with uh deals with a differently yeah issues and whatnot so yeah for sure yeah. so a couple of the things that i found let's get into the easter eggs before we dive down that rabbit hole identifying identifying with it yeah so a couple of the things that i actually found interesting that made me wanted to go see go check out these movies was uh, there was a couple of shout outs to apparently martin scorsese because i guess he was supposed to be the producer early on when this was announced yeah i just actually read that yesterday yeah so I didn't know that he had any um, link to, to the, I didn't to the movie at all. Yeah. Yep. So he didn't obviously end no. up producing it. But I guess one of the things that they... So the Easter eggs that, that were found in this movie were references to two of Scorsese's biggest movies of all time. One being Taxi Driver mm-hmm. and the other one being The King of Comedy, uh, King of Comedy 2, 2 as in T-O-O. Um, so apparently there's... I uh, that one actually. I've never heard of The King of Comedy before, um, both starring De Niro. Oh, which is fascinating. But uh, let me just read you. And this is from uh, this is from Screen Crush. Sure. Uh, I want to make sure that we get that reference in there. So these are the reasons that they're Easter eggs for Taxi Driver. So for Taxi Driver, Joker structure um, leans heavily, very heavily on two different Martin Scorsese films, one being Taxi Driver, uh, 1976, You're My Birth, uh, (laughs) about a loner named Travis Bickle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously De Niro co-stars in this movie too, Joker, uh, who slowly succumbs to loneliness, loneliness and madness before going on a mass and killing spree. See, I didn't know anything about Taxi Driver. I've, I don't yeah, think I've so, ever seen it. You know, now that you just mentioned a few minutes ago about other movies that de- dealt with mental illness, and now that you're bringing that up, I would have to say that Taxi Driver definitely dealt with mental illness. Yeah, and so, and, but I, maybe not in the way. That Joker does now. Well, I mean, but I guess this is the point of comparison, right? So going on a killing spree, uh, besides the general similar story arc, there are more than a few details the two films share. Uh, Both protagonists write their dark thoughts in a journal. Yep. 
both to fixate on powerful political figures, which I didn't, I didn't know of Taxi Driver. No, I didn't. Uh, both have delusional thoughts that make it tough to tell whether every moment on screen really happened. Right. Or not. Yeah. Both characters completely change their physical appearances as part of their mental breakdown. Right. Which obviously happens in Joker, and I didn't realize happened in Taxi. Oh, Joker. he shaves. I, I believe he shaves his head. Oh, is that what it is? He shaves oh, his okay. Head that's the uh, Taxi Driver is the famous. Uh, you talking to me? Yeah. You talking to me? Yeah. And and that's the thing. It's one of those movies yeah. that I I obviously have heard a thousand times yeah. about, but I never watched it. It's always one that I I uh, am like, oh, yeah, I really got to sit down and watch that. And then never do. Never do. No. Yeah, and, and I think people we, have always said that. You should to do me. it. It's like, yeah, I know. This well, weekend. That's why I, I like I mentioned this, and I'm like, fuck, I want to watch that one in particular. Yeah. You should um, not illegally download that movie. Definitely have. <laughs> I think that was opposite of what you were doing. Um, and then the and other the camera's not even on. So. No. <laughs> no, probably not. I think it is. Who knows? Who knows what recording at this point in time? Yeah. Um, and then both characters mind blowing their own brains out uh, by pointing finger of gun to their temple. Right. Which I found interesting. So I didn't know that any of that about um, about Taxi Driver. And then King of Comedy is uh, there's there's points of comparison in there as well. But yeah. it seemed like it was a little bit more like Taxi Driver jumped out to me as being something I wanted to see more because of the mental illness side. Yeah, and I. <sighs> I would have to say, uh, from what I've seen of Taxi Driver, anyway, they filmed similarly. Like, I mm. think the Joker, or sorry, Joker was like dark and gritty. Like, you know what I mean by yeah, like the visuals yeah. were nothing like popped at you. Um, yeah, it wasn't bright, and no, colorful. And although, like, well, there was bright aspects of it. Yes, but yeah, it's still well, the red of the blood. <laughs> it's pretty bright, especially at the and end. It was there. everywhere. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so amazing. It's so good. Um, yeah. yeah, so that so that was pretty cool. Like I, I thought, uh, shout out to Martin Scorsese was neat. Yep. Uh, in those two things, a couple of the other uh, Easter eggs that were thrown in here. Uh, do 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 Obviously, Arkham State Hospital. Yes, is Arkham. I caught Asylum. that one. Yeah, yep. that was pretty. That was pretty. This one I didn't catch, and when I first read it, I was like, nah, it's kind of cheap. And then I read it yeah. a couple of other times, and I'm like, I guess so. Uh, the Bat Pole shout out uh, oh, when he approaches the house and talks to young Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Bruce Wayne is playing in his personal play- playground, and when he comes off the play structure, he fly- slides down a pole. Oh, I didn't. And I thought that, that's nah, a stretch. He's a fucking kid. He's a kid. I mean, <laughs> fuck, if I had a pole yeah. to slide down, I would too. Yeah. You know what I just realized? Mm. We were talking about Joker, yeah. and we were mentioning past Jokers. We didn't mention probably one of the greatest Jokers of all time, mm. and that is Mark Hamill. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, I always forget to include, like, yeah. cartoon characters in there. Because, I know, but... Like, sometimes I think that they're not real people, but they are. <laughs> He's definitely a real person. He... Yeah. And probably one of the greatest humans on the planet, I think. Yeah, he... Um, I mean, let's be honest. Let's, let's talk about Mark Hamill for a minute. Why wouldn't we? He's, he's an interesting cat, because obviously Star Wars is... So big is. in our lives. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Tattoos and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we'll, I'm sure we'll have one or two episodes about oh. Star Wars uh, along along the way. But let's be honest. Luke Skywalker is one of the worst fucking characters in movie history. <laughs> like, come on. Like, there's no... I Come on. Like, later... Okay, Jedi, yes. Like, he's starting to come into his own. But, yeah. I mean, A New Hope. Are you kidding me? Yeah, he's not... Uh... Yeah, 
mean, and, and it's not about being a manly man or anything no, like that. It's, it's just being that. about a fucking whiny child. He was. Yeah, he definitely was. Like, uh, he oh grows up God. quick, I guess, or slow or however you want. I don't know. Well, I think it was after the real life accident that Mark Hamill shattered his face that it yeah. really restructured his face yeah. uh, because of all the plates and everything, the yeah. fucking surgeries he had to go through. That seemed to help. And obviously the maturing, uh, the maturation of the character yeah. and his physical maturation, but that made him more believable than the early Luke. Yeah, I'm sorry to all the he Luke is a fans little. I know he is a little pretty me. boy in, uh, but that's, in a New Hope and uh, um, Empire. That's but, a Skywalker uh, thing too, though. Let's be honest. All the Skywalkers, have been, Hayden, or they were a handsome, handsome man. And I hope you're listening, bitches. One hundred percent whiny bitches. Oh, Vader. Is one of my favorite villains in history. When he's Vader. When he's Vader. When he's Anakin. Wow. You want to punch that guy right in his balls. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus, buddy. Stop yeah. fucking complaining. I now, know. maybe it's the time. So we can, you know, we can't really say, but I, I was never impressed with Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker, especially in the first two. No. Um, Jedi. Yeah. I was starting to yes. dig him a little bit more, but he was starting to come into his own. Yeah. Uh, fast forward years later and I hear him voicing the Joker and I didn't even know he was the no. voice until Jamie told me because of yep. the cell collecting and oh, autogra- yeah. autographs and everything. Yeah. And holy fuck, does he ever voice the Joker? Like, it's yeah. unreal. Have you ever watched a video of uh, of him voicing the Joker no. like as himself? Like in the studio? Yeah. No. It's fucking crazy. Is he just getting wild? Yeah, he does. He does. He gets it? into yeah. it. He gets that's into it. Fucking, yeah. that's but amazing. it's crazy to hear the voice come out of him because well, you don't, like you said, you don't expect that to be, he's a you pretty boy that. little bitch on yeah. Tatooine. Like and that's skinny fucking white. <laughs> I hope he's not I listening. Because I really I like you, Mark Hamill. I just want to put that out there. I like yeah. Mark Hamill. No, he's I, awesome. I do. It was a, <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, those movies are gems yeah. for different reasons. It's not oh, necessarily yes. the acting. At this All point, right. uh, as we're doing this, uh, um, The Rise of Skywalker has not come out. So we are bo- oh, both on pins and needles waiting. Um, oh, I already got my tickets. Yeah. So, December 26th. Yeah. Oh my God. So definitely, uh, definitely excited for that. And I, I, I know I tell all you, uh, fucking, uh, Star Wars fans out there who trash people online for liking movies and, and liking the last Jedi and, and trashing actors in those movies. Yeah. Uh, you guys can go fuck yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> if so. you know anything about actors themselves. Okay. Yeah. Like if you were to ask somebody, would you, do you think, uh, what do you think that as uh, of Natalie Portman as an actress, actor, I don't even know what, well, I mean, an actor, what do you think yeah. of her as an actor? I like her in some stuff. Mm-hmm. I think she's uh, amazing. I mean, I've seen one movie that comes to mind and I'll thank my wife for that, uh, that I hated every second of, and that's the annihilation. Other, no, the other oh. Bolin girl. Oh, Oh yeah, I never got to that one. No, well, I fell asleep in the movie theater and for probably forty-five minutes and didn't miss a thing. That <laughs> sounds about right. Did not miss a thing in the story. Woke up and uh, was able to follow right along. So you didn't miss anything. You'd fall asleep. Yeah, forty-five minutes of the movie. Fell asleep for it. Didn't miss a thing. It sounds knew like, exactly what was happening in the movie. It sounds like a nightmare. It was horrible. <laughs> uh, I refer to that movie as the uh, the other uh, Bolin shit. Other bullshit. Yeah, can do that too. Whatever. It was not good. But uh, I do like Natalie Portman. Um, yes. I liked her as Amidala. Yeah. Uh, there's a wonderful, amazing scene in another movie with hers that I really enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's funny about Black Swan? <laughs> 
<laughs> is that uh, that is widely considered a horror movie. Oh yeah, it's and definitely. We, we watched that together. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, and we try. Uh, oh no, sorry. There was, was women different. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they stayed out of our way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's considered a psychological, like thriller, I can see that. bordering on I horror. I think that would have to deal with mental illness as well. A hundred percent, hundred percent does. I'd like to go back and watch it because I remember the first time I watched. <laughs> There's it. There's like about five minutes of that movie. I'd like to go back and yeah. watch. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> two scenes actually. That are I don't even amazing. know how long that movie was. I just replayed that part. Oh, the two of them. There's head. two. Yeah. There's the there's the solo scene, and then there's the uh, Mila Kunis yeah, scene. Yeah, when they're dancing, right? Um, yeah, that's <laughs> not what we're talking. Tiny about Tiny dancers. All. If you've seen the movie, you know. Uh, if not, watch it. Yeah. Well, watch ten minutes of it. Yeah, five to ten least. minutes. Yeah, just there. I'm sure you're probably you, going to get through about three. Yeah, I'm sure if you jump on YouTube, there's probably oh, somebody who's just, already just somebody has. Uh, yeah, they've definitely bookmarked it for yeah, you for sure. Yeah, but now in watching those movies over and over again, of course, you know, uh, every time a movie, well, every year now, actually, for the past four five years cb and i do our movie marathon yes. our star wars movie marathon i wanted Usually, to get in on that with you guys I once know. but then uh you, you I wouldn't survive I no i'd probably die that day yeah it was it's i mean i can stay seated for long periods of time however yeah yeah you might literally succumb <laughs> the prophecy will be fulfilled well, well just make sure i have that day in the pool well, and fine but i have to fight that out with the other two yeah <laughs> What I've discovered about those often talked about controversial part one, two, and three. Yeah. Uh, what I've discovered is it's it's nothing to do with the acting at all, and and Christian Hayden or Hayden Christensen as well. <laughs> I do that as well. I know. It's, yeah. First of all, I don't like you because of your name, and that's really the only reason I don't like you. You looked me like directly in the eyes. You said that, so I felt like that I, was we were engaging in a conversation. No, but I don't know. It was thinly veiled. I or... don't know. I don't think it was thinly veiled at all. <laughs> Directed right at your soul. <laughs> yeah, no, I. Um, it's it's the, my point is is that it's the it's the directing and writing of those movies yeah. that make the acting seem so fucking bad. Because yes. Natalie Portman, even when she was younger, was not a bad actress. No, but if you throw any any actor, actress, whatever, into any role that is poorly directed and yeah. poorly written, it's going to come off as the actor is poor. Yeah, and that's unfair. And I. Honestly, the performances in those movies, mm. I would say that she was probably better than some. Yeah, because I mean, Christian Haydenson. Hayden Christensen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you bet. He's Canadian, by the way, and he might actually be listening. I <laughs> respect. Listen, he's been in movies. I haven't. He's. I think he's retired now, though. Really? I think. Yeah, he's an actor. Well, how fucking old is he? Yeah. Well, well it's not I like mean, yeah, not I'm like he's been sure working he, a nine to five. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he made a lot off those two Star Wars movies. <laughs> Probably still making them. No, good for him. But I mean, I, he's just like his character is so unlikable. Yeah. Well, I think um, for all the wrong reasons, they were. Too. Yeah, and then I think you can see that that's what they were trying to do with him mm. because obviously we know the conflict that was in. Yeah. Anakin. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think you and I can appreciate. I'm not saying that there is another true hardcore Star Wars fans out there that can't do this. Um, and I think it's a, a line between the two. There are hardcore Star Wars fans that can appreciate what the prequels and what now the sequels are doing. Mm -hmm. um, but there's the ones who had it in their mind as to what the prequels and what the sequels should be and can't get over that. They didn't make the fucking movies. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's not up to them what the prequels or what the sequels are or even the spinoffs. Uh, 
it's not. But I think you and I can look at them and say, what the prequels did do was tell the story mm-hmm. of Anakin. And that's what we needed. That's yep. what we wanted. And there is a lot of talk out there, and I tend to agree. The Skywalker saga is not about Skywalker. Mm-hmm. None of them. Mm-hmm. It's about Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. And yep. if you look at the prequels... Yep. How's it not? Yeah, it's You know what I mean? And now we're going to get, and I'm super pumped for the uh, Obi-Wan series because yeah. I do love Ewan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's fucking awesome. Uh, he when they announced him for that, I was like, and the funny thing is, is that I think there was a period of time in his career where people were like, Ewan McGregor, and I yes. always liked him. I don't really yeah, know I, why. I think just... iconic roles, you get that. Like yeah. you can go Heath Ledger and Joker, right? Everybody yeah. was pissed when they cast him. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm really pulling for you there, Robert Pattinson, to fucking nail Batman because a lot of people are fucking pissed about that. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe rightly so. I don't know. Well, because all they're picturing is fucking Twilight, glowing, yeah, Yeah, fucking sparkling vampires, vampires, which is is a terrible story for for people who like vampires. You know who needed to cameo in that movie? Wesley Mm. Snipes' Blade. Oh my god, that would have been awesome. Yeah, Yeah. so listen, this fucking thing. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I think when you yeah when you're typecast or when people kind of know you for something, of course, and and you you know you get announced as that. Like even when, even when uh, Ben. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what he did? Yeah. He was he was good as Bruce. Yeah. He was not good he was. as Batman. No. Nope. But again, I come back to he, like so he's he's a tricky actor, I find. Yeah, he he's really fucking those... jacked himself up for that role oh, too. He was, he was massive. fucking enormous. And he looked very much like the older Bruce and yes. the older Batman where yes. he's fucking thick and mean. Yeah. And the the outfit that they put on him was really good because the outfit looked like it was scarred. Yeah. Right. Like he'd been through some shit. Yeah. He'd been, he's, he's seen some stuff. Yeah. So if you were to say, sorry to jump mm, off here, but who, who would you say is the best Batman ever? But this is tough, right? Like, because then you, you, you get into so many things and uh, for me, and, and I think it's because I've always loved Michael Keaton. Yeah. Uh, I just love everything that Keaton brought to that role. I I, like from his little lisp or whatever the fuck, there's a little bit of a, he has like a bit of a speech impediment, right? Yes. Like there's, it, it's such is so endearing. Yeah. And in that movie, he was so the opposite of what Nicholson brought to the Joker role. Yes. Where we like, I, I think I used the word earlier, uh, comic-y. Yes. Like Joker was cartoony, comic-y, cartoony. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's exactly the right description, but Michael Keaton as Batman was not cartoony. Mm-hmm. He was not no. comic-y. He was he played that pretty straight. No, and I think. When that movie came out, I think it was eighty nine. Uh, it was pretty dark. Mm. Like as 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 cartoony as Nicholson was, it yeah. was a pretty dark. It was yeah. movie, absolutely. Um, and he yeah he played that that well. Like, yeah, he, he did. did. He did that well. Um, and now there's there now there's rumors about them because they've been talking for so long about doing that uh, Dark Knight Returns. I think mm. that's what it is where he uh, comes back in his older age. Yeah. Uh, to. I don't know if it's the Joker he's fighting again. Yeah, or, they did. Uh, um, they did a con- like they did. Uh, there's an a cartoon yes. uh, movie with. And that. if you see how they drew Bruce Wayne in that, it looks basically exactly how Michael Keaton looks right now really? in his real life. So they are oh, they are trying to. I would love for him. To I would love to see him that, reprise man. that role. Oh, I mean, so good. Yeah, he would so, nail it. I oh, of course he would. Funny side note: since we were talking about the original Batman, I was listening yep. to a podcast. Uh, the other day where uh, they were talking to the guy who was writing Prince's memoirs with Prince. Oh, before yes. Before he died. Yes. And what I didn't know is that the first 
song that he ever played on piano with his dad because it was his dad who was the musician okay um was he would sit down and, and um, play the theme of the original batman show oh i didn't know that obviously no. we talk about that original batman movie mm -hmm. and who is yep. it's prince right yep. so it's remarkable how that shit all came back around mm -hmm. like at that time when batman came out Prince was was popular, but he was also he was really poppy at that yes. point in time, right? And so that was a natural fit. I think I just naturally assume that he's popular. Mm -hmm. He's in his pop phase. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say phase. I guess he is known for pop music, but yeah. he was really pop at that point in time. Yeah. And they just got him. And I loved the fuck. I loved what he did with those. Yeah. Uh, like I played that music over and over. Oh again, yeah, it was right? it was it was well done. Yeah. Um, but I didn't realize that it had roots to when he was a kid, which I yeah. thought was fucking amazing. Yeah. So, One hell of a basketball player right here too. Really? Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie Murphy told us that. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Charlie Murphy. What what <laughs> R.I.P. Prince. Yeah. Um, I was never a massive Prince fan, but uh, I could I could appreciate it. Anyways, um. Yeah, so I would have to say, out of all the Batmans, that so it's so tricky. Yeah. I think the person who's played, I think the person who's played Batman the best has been Christian Bale. Yeah. I, I honestly think what 100%. he brought to that role was fucking amazing. Well, they brought a they brought a realism to yeah. It wasn't uh, comic booky. Can you even include that into all the other ones because i don't like when i whenever no. i think about batman or or any of that no. i christian bale and and you know the dark knight series is yeah. on one side yeah and then all the other things obviously those are sequels of yeah. the original but they're also fucking campy well yeah and that's a lot of the uh a lot of the stop chirping at me yeah a lot of the weapons and vehicles and stuff you see in the other ones they are the comic booky type weapons and the you know the bat grapple and the and the batmobile and the bat plane and boat and all that shit. Yeah. But in Bales, like all that stuff that he uses could be like real shit. Like yeah. it, and that's what I mean. Like it brings like a real feel to it. And the fact that when you get into uh uh the third one Keep with talking. Bane, he uh he's his body's broken down, right? He basically has to repair his body yeah. to become Batman again. Which if you sat down and thought about Somebody who was doing that type of shit, that's what would happen to them. Yeah. Their body would be destroyed. Oh, the way that they did that was yeah. amazing. I know some people complained about it because like, well, how the hell did he go from not walking to all of a sudden yeah. being bionic? Well, but a, they did include... He's a trillionaire. The, yeah. <laughs> if I had... I always said if I win the millions, yeah. I would get a bionic back. Mm -hmm. No doubt. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Um, yeah. So we totally got off of the Star Wars, but... Uh, that's okay. No, yeah, we're... Yeah. That's okay. Um, yeah, so best Batman for me and maybe sentimental is is Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think he just, I fucking loved it. How about you? Yeah, I would I would second that. Um, I would say I like Bale more. Uh, I thought Bale did a, a fucking amazing job. Yeah. And I was did. never, I'm not a DC fan. I am not. But as for DC, probably Batman. Uh, and Joker are probably my two favorite characters. Out of all the DC movies that have been done, uh, outside of any Batman movie, I think the only one that I ever actually really liked was uh, Suicide Squad. And really, okay. Yeah. You didn't like the you didn't like the uh, Henry Cavill uh, Superman movie. Man of Steel was Man of Steel was was a good one. See, I've always been a Superman uh, fan. See, 
I know Christopher Reeves. So well, I can't. I then can't you get, get into past, like uh, who was the right character and sentimental and all that type of stuff. And like Henry Cavill, he is like he's a physical specimen. Oh, he's a so when you beast. look at it, like he's a fucking brick shithouse, as they used to say. Yeah. Like he epitomizes yeah. what Superman should Yo, look like. Yes, and and he's a good actor. I I like. I think, yeah. I think he's a yep. good actor, and I think he brought a lot to the Clark mm-hmm. role. Um, but yeah, of course, Christopher Reeves. Now, here's the interesting thing that has always struck me about Christopher Reeves. Mm. If he wouldn't have had the accident, mm-hmm. would he still be as revered? Now, I know you can't unknow what you know, but if he wasn't yeah. a paraplegic, it was paraplegic? Quad, I think. Quadriplegic, I yeah. Think so. It was like everything, right? Like he can move his head. That's what mouth. I think, yeah. If he didn't have that, would he still be as revered? I think he would still be highly regarded. Yeah, well, he's definitely he. Uh, I mean, it's been so many years now since he's gone, uh, been gone, but um, in the Hollywood community, he was a huge figure back then, right? So mm-hmm. I'm assuming that I don't know. It's a tough one to answer. Yeah, it's a it's a difficult one, but uh, but I've always been so DC versus Marvel. I was always kind of a I liked DC. I never really had an allegiance either way. No, but Superman was my go to guy. Like Superman for me because of his <laughs> like he's not. Of course, you know, people shit on him because like Superman, like this yeah. guy, he can't be defeated other than obviously a little green rock. But yeah. um, and he's so pretentious and he's yeah. and he's so good and so, so clean wholesome. and so wholesome. That's yeah. why it wasn't pretentious. I was looking for wholesome. Yeah. Um, obviously, the opposite of what Batman was. When I think it, when you're a kid, uh, Superman is it, right? Because he is that epitome of good and he protects everybody. And that's yeah. what you want to do as a kid. Yeah. I mean, as you get older, you start to identify with other characters. Yeah. Like Joker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanos. But, so, here's, <laughs> so here's the thing, and, and circling all the way back to Joker. Mm-hmm. So the thing that you mentioned earlier yeah. about the Joker character always being very, you know, aloof and not really having a backstory. And yeah. that was the thing. So he never, he's never had a backstory. He's no. the only true villain in any of... I. I want to say even Marvel, but I think he, I think including Marvel, he's the only villain that doesn't have a backstory that made him what yeah, he is. That I can think of, but I mean, I'm sure, like if we ask Jamie, there might be somebody. There might be, you know, but, but I know but he also he, could be a rip off the Joker too. Like that, yeah, that Marvel. Oh look, that guy's doing well. Yeah, but yeah, like guy. the funny man. Like you know, it's not the Joker; it's just the funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> but so this is one of the things that I love what they did with this movie because mm-hmm. they created a backstory. Okay. Mm-hmm. But does that backstory exist? even exist? Yeah. And so that's the thing is that you you walk away from there going, they managed to fucking create a backstory in this movie, tell a whole story, and then at the end of it, you can walk away and go, I still don't think that that was true. Well, let me ask you, uh, was his mother alive at all in that movie? That's a good question. When she dies in the hospital... We never hear anything about it again. Nobody's visiting him at his apartment to tell him, you know, your mom's gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, like his friends say, oh, you know, we heard your mother passed away or whatever. But just, no, there's nothing. So it's a valid point. <laughs> you know it's a valid I mean? point. Well, there's that's, no funeral. There's nothing. Yeah. That well, that's what that's what leads me to believe. Like 
at what point in time did reality cease to exist and, yeah. and this illusion take place? Like I, I, I cut it back to him being pulled out of the police car mm-hmm. and, and, and saying that that aspect there could have definitely been imagined, yeah. but you could look back through the whole fucking movie. And I think that's what yeah. they're, they're talking about with taxi driver, yeah. right? Is that what, did we watch anything yeah. that was real? Yeah. And, and maybe it was three minutes of the movie that was real, but yeah, the mother could have died at any point. Yeah. Right. Or she might not have been there at might all. Might not have been Anytime. there at all. Um, I have a feeling that she was. I have a feeling that he ended up... like. I think that when he found out that that wasn't his mother, Yeah. I think that's when I think he ended up killing her. Yeah. You know, but that that's the beautiful thing about a movie that's a bit ambiguous is that you can make oh, up your own interpretation for of sure. certain things, right? For sure. But uh, but yeah, so that 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 part there I thought was amazing because they really paid homage to the original character and not having a backstory Yeah. by making a backstory and then fucking pulling the rug from out, out from underneath you and going, maybe he doesn't have a backstory. Yeah. Also that character has been different iterations in different things like yeah. the, the show Gotham, right? Yep. Um, like the, the people that have embodied Joker, Joker is not one person. Joker is an ideal. Yeah. Right. Joker is just is, is a myth in and of itself, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's Napier or Flack or, or you know, all of these different they're different characters. Mm-hmm. They're not the same character, Yeah, which is remarkable because who the fuck is Joker? And that's that's what they keep doing is like, I don't even know who this guy is. Well, I mean, if you listen to uh, Ledger's version, right, he gives you like six packs. That's right. That movie. Which I love when they did that. I love when he changed <laughs> yeah. his story yeah, every time. single time. Yeah. Yeah. So. So good. Um, oh, he is. Yeah, that was uh, for me uh, as as good as Joaquin was in this role. I still would think I would put Ledger above. Like, I just I loved everything about Ledger's Joker. Again. It makes just me too wonder. Different. Just too of course, different, no, no, no. But it yeah. makes me wonder if he didn't die. If that wasn't the last role. I know he had the yeah. one movie after that, but let's be honest, no, nobody ever watched no, it. No, <laughs> it didn't happen. I'm sure some people watch it, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, if he didn't die, and that wasn't the lasting impression, which is an amazing impression to leave, mm-hmm. would he still be considered to be so revered? Because it's. You know, you see these actors when they're acting. Yeah. You don't know who the fuck they are, and you well, just the, see what's the, on the screen. Yeah, the good thing about Ledger is he—he's he, he uh, video recorded his entire life, so you can. Oh yeah, that's true. He's got that I documentary. Didn't watch, I didn't watch that. I am Heath Ledger. It's yeah, pretty good. I didn't watch any of those I am things. Oh, I don't know Chris why. Farley I know you have. Awesome. Yeah. I love. Yeah. Well, of course, I was a big Chris Farley fan and still am. But uh, I don't but, know why uh, I haven't gotten around to. I liked Farley. I think I, I don't know if. Uh, those are the only two that they've done. I'm trying to think I if there was there another was, one. I thought there was two or three, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. It might be just I am Chris Farley and I am Heath okay. Ledger, but uh, they're both done really well. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the movie, I think. I don't think there was really anything else that I had. I mean, the the dancing and stuff like that was just remarkable. I know people in, uh, in Brooklyn are pissed off about all those people taking selfies on those steps. <laughs> Oh, is that is that the what's neighborhood's happening? getting bad? It's not a very nice neighborhood. Okay, yeah. um, well, I shouldn't say that. I've never been there. Um, I'm, this is what I'm reading: is that uh, it's not a it's not a great neighborhood, and people are showing up to take their Joker selfie on these steps, and it's pissing really, the neighbors eh? off. It's pissing the people off around there because they're not coming to enhance the neighborhood by shopping in the neighborhood or doing anything with the people. They're just showing up to take their picture on these steps. Really, I mean, yeah. that's where we're at now with fucking social media bullshit, but you know, 
Yeah, people need to live through their cameras. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is that they take pictures and they never even review them afterwards. Like, yeah. That's the thing that I find hilarious. Oh, yeah. It, you know, like, oh, let's take a picture. Let's take yep. a selfie here. I think the camera is dead, but I'm not sure yet. Well, it's a good segue into the camera. Yeah, well, whatever. Fucking we got the camera. audio still going. Yeah. We're charging some more batteries. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so this this movie uh, hit you on a, a different level. Yeah. This hit you on was, a, a deeper uh, level. Yeah. And uh, um, yeah, it's, the last few years, I think I've been a lot more vocal about... Uh, issues as as i hear uh, other people talk about them and bring them out and uh yeah so i myself have suffered from mental illness for years and yeah this guy whew, like it was i haven't related with somebody on camera in a long time mm. and uh obviously i'm not out there killing people no, um not yet no not yet <laughs> it's true or that you know of i uh <laughs> but no that's a valid point yeah so but uh I can definitely see that edge, that thin line that he walked and how he fell off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? You can fall either way. Fall back. Well, and this is the thing that I find interesting because the, the fear that I had when I watched this movie was like, holy shit, this is a really good and strong depiction from my perspective yeah. um, of mental illness. And not just a natural progression of, no. of how he broke down because... The way that they filmed it and the way that they spliced it together, mm-hmm. it wasn't just like it was continuous, but it wasn't yes. like, oh, here's three major life events that took place that yeah. caused this guy to break down. You knew this guy was gonna was got on the thin edge, like you said. Oh yes, and and just all this shit like knocking him down the whole way down. Yeah. Um, the the fear that I had is people would jump on this movie and say that's exactly what happens to everybody that has mental yeah. illness because you can't brush it with a, no. a wide stroke oh no right? no 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 you for sure uh as as much as i can identify with them i can't i i couldn't you know what i mean go that route mm-hmm. um but like you don't envision yourself no like killing somebody yeah, to... i wouldn't go on a talk show and shoot robert de niro so yeah. i mean no no not good luck with no, that yeah no. I don't Although, even know why you would. I mean, yeah, De Niro's a neat guy. I've never been cool a massive guy. fan, but he seems like a pretty cool dude. Yeah, he's a great actor. Uh... <laughs> De, Niro, no, De Niro or Al Pacino? Same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny is when I was younger, I, I, did, I didn't know there was a difference. I don't, yeah, yeah, I think every young person goes through that. Yeah. I was the same yeah, way. It was. Uh, who else did I, I have the issue with? Uh, there was actors that I thought they were the... Oh, I can't remember. I yeah. don't know. But there was other just, actors, that big name actors that I was like, that's the same guy. You see them around the same time and you just yeah. associate them together. Dustin right? Hoffman was one I got hooked up, mixed up with somebody and Gene I can't Hackman. remember her. Gene Hackman and James Caan. Same guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can see that. I can see that one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Ed Harris and everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Ed Harris just reminds me of everybody. He does. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. So, so what... Were there cert- was it an overall feel for you that you connected with, or were there certain aspects that really jumped out and said, "Yeah, I can identify with that particular it, thing"? Yeah, I think it was uh, definitely the struggles of not being understood. Mm. Um, but he point blank tells her, "You don't get it." Mm-hmm. And that's I've had that conversation, maybe not out loud, but I've had that conversation. Is you don't get it, you. You just don't fucking get it. And it's, uh, whether it's something that's happened at home or in my work life or, or wherever, 
you're looking at that person and or situation and you're just screaming in your head. You don't fucking get it. Mm-hmm. Right? This is how, and that, that's that whole, that whole line of the worst part about mental illness is people expect you to act like you don't have one. Mm-hmm. Because I'm supposed to go out and not let that affect my daily life. Because as soon as I do, I'm crazy. I'm this, I'm that, I'm unemployable, I'm blah, 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 whatever. Right. Not me in specific, but in the whatever. So, yeah, I definitely feel that the, the his line about negative thoughts. I get that. I've been through there, I, you know. Um, but, yeah, it, it was it was definitely a a good but tough watch. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> so, it's, it's almost an out-of-body experience. Yeah, like you're, you're – I could definitely understand how he went that route. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you think – the public perception is changing now though in terms of i think that that means the camera just exploded yeah that's it it's over it's, <laughs> it's over guys. guys all right that's the end of the show yeah, fuck thanks everybody. for coming out yeah. <laughs> give me one sec so it's relatable yeah, what we were talking yeah, yeah. about, we were oh, talking about public the, perception. the public perception yeah so, so do you think that the public perception is changing in terms of like the things that you were saying this person's unemployable yeah. or this person and this I think person it's starting here is, yeah I think it is I think it's the last few years especially well here in Canada anyway they do the bell let's talk thing mm-hmm. which I think was a great uh, step in the right direction mm-hmm. um, and great initiative uh, yeah and uh, yeah we've seen the commercials on TV for uh, the one that we both uh, picked out that we liked with uh, with almost the guy having like three conversations with the person yeah uh, where he's explaining what happened to his friend or the other guy that works there and the, the guy has those thoughts of oh it must be nice mm-hmm. or but then he comes to the being supportive and he's like i shouldn't say that you know um there's that one and then there's the woman talking to her boss mm-hmm. um, the same type of thing mm-hmm. um but yeah i think the i don't know if it's public but i think uh, people are starting to realize now that they're they're you know it's it is it's an illness it's mm-hmm. it's varying yeah it's almost like cancer or something along those lines it's varying you can get cancer and be cured you can i'm not saying you can be cured from mental illness don't fucking say that i said that uh <laughs> but i mean you know whatever yeah it's there's uh, different levels of treatment yeah there's yeah and there's definitely different levels of what it does to you and how it affects your life and how it affects everything mm-hmm. and um i think circumstances and situations and, and and i think that's one of the things and as i get older i uh start to realize some of the situations that I've had in the past. Was it because of my mental illness or was the mental illness because of the situation? Mm, yeah. Trying to untangle that. Yeah. Like what came first, right? Yeah. Hmm. Is that something that you it's still think me. about now? What's that? Is that still something you think <laughs> about? Like what, what, what is driving? What is it? Me no, the uh, situation? Uh, no, uh, I've changed my thinking a lot in the last uh, year or two. Um, I used to always say I suffer from this or I suffer from that. Um, I figured changing the the lingo myself made my made me the way I deal with it. So I don't say I suffer anymore. I say I deal with mm-hmm. or um, I live with or I whatever. Mm-hmm. Just because suffer is such a dirty, nasty word, right? Really, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it, if you say you're suffering, you're picturing somebody, you know. Well, suffering, yeah, <laughs> dying, well, so whatever. Suffering also kind of indicates that you don't have any control over yeah, anything. Exactly. So if I say I deal with, or I accept, or I live with, then mm-hmm. I'm taking control of it. I mm-hmm. guess in my own brain. Yeah. 
Um, and I, I read a uh, stupid post on Facebook or whatever. I, I tried hard not to read some of those um, motivational posts mm-hmm. or whatever. But every now and then one will catch my eye. And uh, I read one and I, I can't remember. I would tell you exactly where it was from, but I can't remember. But it was a, a woman who was writing about her dealings with her therapist and whatnot. And she said uh, the one question her therap- therapist asked her that changed her whole perspective was what if nothing is wrong? Mm. So when you're in a situation where especially with anxiety, you're blowing it up to be this big, huge thing. But if you can stop and ask yourself, what if nothing is wrong in this situation? Mm-hmm. Can you bring yourself out of it? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. It's an interesting approach. But if you, there is situations that I've been in where my anxiety has gotten the best of me where I've fucking just blown up. Mm-hmm. But the whole time, nothing was wrong. Mm-hmm. It was all in my brain. All so, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Just, I think... Changing, and it's, I know it's not possible for everybody, but for me anyway, it's just changing the way I think about it and the way I deal with it. And I have been a lot more vocal with people around me. I mean, mm-hmm. you should know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty vocal guy. <laughs> so I do still find it hard to talk to certain people about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's, a, there's a handful of people that I probably wouldn't talk to about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Is that, yeah. because, why is that? Like, what, what, what? What makes you eliminate people from that conversation? I still have the issue, uh, the uh, the issue of uh, seeing it as a, a weakness, I oh, guess. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's one of the things that I deal with is that I think of it as being weak, which it's not. I'm not saying that it is, but mm-hmm. when that's in your head forever, mm-hmm. it's definitely hard to get out. Yeah. And when, and I know there's people out there that fucking walk around like they're they've got it all together. Mm-hmm. And you see those people and you talk to those people and you think, oh, boy, that buddy, he's got it. He's got it going on. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he doesn't. Yeah. But you don't want to give off the impression to that person that you are not all together. Yeah. So, yeah. and that's where that weakness comes in. And I mean, uh, I have some amazing friends, some close friends, probably a small handful of, of, of close friends, but yeah, there's some of them that I probably wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I trust with it's not um, that I wouldn't trust them with it. It's just. It's also worth. that whole burdening thing that, yeah. that we deal with. Yeah. We don't want to burden somebody else with our problems and yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't try to look at it that way. I don't try to stereotype it and cliche everything. But at the same time, yeah, I don't want to tell everybody my issues. Mm-hmm. Just, just you. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at the camera like it's on. Is it on? I don't fucking know. We don't know what's happening. <laughs> I think it's recording audio, though. I haven't slept very much in the last two days, so I'm assuming. I, I'm, I'm not even sure if this is happening. It's not. No, we've had some pretty interesting conversations when you that have never happened. <laughs> you wake up on the side of the road. Yeah. We'll get into that another yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it is. I think though the way that I've always viewed that inner circle of people is that di- different people bring different things to your lives. Of course, so there's yep. you know different conversations with different people uh, that you, that you have, and it's mm-hmm. just interesting. You know, like I find it interesting that certain people. Not that you wouldn't have those conversations with them, yeah. but the reason is to why. And I think yeah. that, uh, you know, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and I think as we get older, our circle gets smaller and smaller because mm. we realize so many different things, mm-hmm. right? So, and my circle has definitely tightened up, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. you can say. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to take that one? I thought well, for sure you were going <laughs> to. Congratulations. <laughs> 
<laughs> usually, yeah. usually things loosen as we get older. <laughs> no, uh, me. But that's okay. No prolapse here. Nope. <laughs> uh, Shit. And uh, yeah, oh no boy. way. <laughs> the the inner circle definitely does mm-hmm. tighten up, and and I think that you become a little bit more. Uh, you become a little bit more aware of who you want to spend time with. Yeah, for sure. Right? In the circumstances and, uh, and whose, whose time you actually appreciate and who appreciates your time. Well, yeah. And then you, you see those, uh, certain people. Um, and I think that's what makes them tighter in your inner circle. Like, um, uh, we all, we, you and I anyway know who my, uh, who I would say my best friend is. Mm. And, uh, if you're listening, go fuck yourself. Um, but, uh, no, uh, I, I am listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the other one. Um, so with him, uh, I don't see him as much as I used to, mm. but when I do see him, it's like, we just saw each other yesterday. And yeah. I think that's, that's how you tell you've got like, like I was trying to remember on my way down here to see you, uh, that, uh, when was the last time I saw you? And I, it was at my birthday weekend when you came down and dragged me to the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah right, thanks yeah. for that. Yeah, it was um, <laughs> it, chapter two. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but honestly, like it, it never feels like it's two months ago or, even when I lived down here for eight months and we saw each other like once a month, yeah, it didn't, it didn't seem like it. No. So, um, but at the same time, uh, that's, that's how I think that's how you see who you're, you're close with is you can step into those moments, but if you have to have the, let's reach out and, oh, let's do this and cancel and do that and do, and, and it never, then are they really in your inner you yeah. know what I mean? Those those uh, conversations that yeah. seem forced. And yeah, you see your conversations are one-sided or yeah. you're the one always initiating or, or whatever. And I've stopped. Mm-hmm. I've actually started taking people out of my phone and off Facebook and off that because, yeah, I talk to you and I'll talk to you when I see you. But if I'm the one always reaching out, yeah. is it worth it? That's how that circle gets smaller. Yeah, it's right? true. And it's not that I have anything against those people. It's not like I wouldn't no. be nice to them if I saw them. But it's just like, eh, I don't need... You don't need to know what I'm doing every fucking day. You don't, whatever. Yeah. One of the things that I've been kind of uh, toiling around with in my head about friends and relationships and stuff like that is the concept of feeling comfortable in your own skin Mm -hmm. and how that impacts your relationships. Yeah. And what I'm finding is that like, since, since really kind of jumping into this, podcast idea and Mm -hmm. really liking that and and having these long form conversations that I've always really valued. Yeah. Um, Well, those conversations we've always had. Yeah, exactly. Since the beginning. Yeah, since the beginning. Since we took the Browns to the Super Bowl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Such a fucking great term. Um, But it's true though, right? And and these are like, when when I look at my inner circle, I'm able to have these long form conversations with them. Mm Mm-hmm. What I'm realizing, though, is the lead up to some of these conversations was my stumbling block, you know, suffering yeah. from that social anxiety, that lead up to the social aspect of it. Yeah. And, and what I'm finding out about myself now is not not to not to distance myself from mental illness, because I yeah. know I suffer from a, a portion of it as well. Yeah. Definitely not as you know, I don't suffer as badly as some other people do, unfortunately. So I can't relate to you. Uh, <laughs> No, that's not a. Yeah. Um, he was pointing at himself. Yeah, by yeah, the, way. Yeah. the camera's not running. But it uh, might be. but no, what I'm finding out about myself is that 
I'm so much more comfortable in who I am right now mm -hmm. that those the social anxiety that was attached to that is is much much less almost non-existent yeah um i went to see old friends of mine scott and leanne i don't know if you ever I've, met them but probably uh, you, may, you might have met them once or twice i went and saw them last weekend and i uh, haven't seen them in i think is that the pfs days yes okay. yeah so i haven't seen them in like three years probably oh yeah and it was just the three of us we just sat there we just talked for like five hours oh nice and it was it was remarkable and yep. i wasn't apprehensive about it at all because yep. I feel comfortable enough to have conversations yep. with anybody about anything. And uh, that, so that's something that's really helped me get over some of my mm. social anxiety. It's, yeah. it's just that comfort level in myself. And I see that with other people too. Yeah, for sure. Right? I have a, I have a friend that, uh, well, Vanessa, you know her. She mm -hmm. totally thinks you're a Mythbusters guy. 100%. <laughs> but, uh, been trying to bust that myth, yeah. but I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. so uh, we have been basically brother and sister since. Well, I was born because mm. our, our moms are our best friends. And um, it's the same. I don't see her nearly as much as I, I, I have. But our thing now is we text each other silly memes. And uh, But honestly, if I were to go see her today, it would be like I saw her yesterday. It would mm -hmm. be like, uh, and we've always been like just two stupid idiots together. Yeah. And say the dumbest shit and laugh and laugh and whatever. But uh yeah, like that's, she's in that, that, that circle. And, and, and like you said, with your friends there, like it's, it's amazing. Like her and I could sit and have the stupidest conversations, almost kind of like you and I, where we could sit and have the stupidest conversations about the dumbest shit ever. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden we could have like the most serious conversation that lasts fucking six hours. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, whatever. It's, yeah. And, and I would rather that now than sit for a fucking cup of coffee with somebody and be like. So what's new in your life? Like yeah. I fuck that. The whole catch up, <laughs> the whole catching up thing is interesting. I have yeah. like I've only recently started to reach out to people in my past, yeah. and for for one reason or another, there's generally a purpose for it, mm -hmm. and then you know it ends up leading to whatever it leads to. Mm -hmm. But I've never been like you were actually more of reaching out and touching base with people that were kind of on your periphery. Yeah, and I, I've always had like a lot of people around, but yeah. I've never felt connected to them. And, yeah. and so even at the height of the the biggest that my group of friends ever was, group of friends ever was, best looking guy here. Yeah, a hundred percent. No question. I'm the smartest apparently. So thanks, Nate. Um, but uh, even as big as my f group of friends was perceived to be, I never thought that it was a big group of friends because I've no. always viewed it as the, my group of friends are the people that I can sit down and have a lengthy conversation yeah. about whatever or joke around about whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? It's never, I've never, shallow relationships yeah. to me are always a waste of time. All right. I, even though I'd like to be around people. Yeah. And that's, that's not, that's not, uh, okay, settle down. Yeah. We fucking um, get it already. Yeah, like you're dead. I get it. Well, maybe that was recording. <laughs> Who fucking I know. knows? There's going to be segmented video. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? I'm probably just going to throw the video right in the garbage. Throw the fucking GoPro yeah. right out the window. Yeah, I'm going to just burn Let me sit bucks. on it. Yeah. Put oh, it on this Jesus. chair over here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I, I think I've never really felt like... Uh, I've always felt like I had a small group of mm -hmm. friends because those are the only ones that meant anything to me. Yeah. Uh, whereas the other ones were just kind of there and about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I would say that it's similar. Um, I have probably... 
because I lived all over Ontario, I have small groups everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I have my, well, there's the, the, the four of us that we refer to ourselves as the boys with a Z and that's of course super cool. Oh, uh, we have, so and, and three of us have matching tattoos, which is also super cool. Very cute. Uh, super cute, <laughs> tiny and in a weird spot. Anyway, um, <laughs> Leading to the whole cute aspect. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I have that group back home and then I would say a really small group down here Mm. uh, because I did live down here for a number of years and uh, you guys were graced with my presence one day. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, (laughs) If you hadn't made that phone call. Um, But uh, so, yeah, but that's, that's, that's it. Like I said, I have other people on the periphery that I, that I do. I still talk to you. I have a couple friends and uh, I will be seeing one actually this week mm-hmm. uh, who's coming back to where I'm from and um, we're going to get together and have a beer and it'll be awesome because nice. she is another person that I can sit and, and, and fucking talk to and we didn't talk for 11 years, I think. And then I ran into her one day and it was like exactly like that. We just picked up right where we left off and awesome. and the whole 11 year gap was stupid miscommunication thanks to one of your favorite people um <laughs> apology to her i uh <laughs> such a c word <laughs> so um anyway God damn. but uh yeah so I apologize but, uh, for having a good time like it's stupid i that? was thinking about that the other day <laughs> the whole apology to her thing um and i because i heard it it was brought back to my attention because i heard you and uh, neil refer to it yes and um Anyway, were it not for the apology tour, would we be as friends as we are, as close as we are? A hundred percent not. No, I th- no, we would be. We well, would be. It, like it was definitely a defining moment. Well, I think it was a defining moment for you and your place. I wonder if it was a defining person. moment for you. Yeah, that that person <laughs> and your placement in the group, because yeah. I think you understood that we accepted you for who you were and we liked you for who you were. Yes. And it was communicated on the phone, um, by yourself and, uh, and Michelle. Um, yeah. and I think, uh, Michelle's exact words when I told her is what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> and then I remember her, uh, it's Max and he wants to apologize. And I think I heard you in the background. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't remember my exact words, but it sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, for the whole event that took place that that evening that I was calling that I felt like I needed to apologize for, I just got a little tipsy, mm. said some stuff, which I do sometimes, even when I'm not tipsy. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, it was nothing. And in my mind, um, it was nothing horrible. However, in somebody else's mind, it was horrible, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was uh, I slept on the couch that night, and I needed to call and apologize to everybody that was in attendance because I made an ass of myself and and whatever. So, mm-hmm. and that played right into my whole anxiety and that what I just said about what if there is no problem because there was no problem. Yeah, and it was communicated to me by you and by Michelle and Jamie and. Uh, Neil and everybody, they were like, basically, I got the same response out of all of you. It was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, but I was led to believe that it was a horrible, horrible evening. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's a good combination. There's a lot of factors, but I mean, yes. that's a, a it's a good combination of somebody who is more hung up on uh, perceived, um, yes, you know, representation. She definitely was. Yeah. Probably su- still is. Yeah. Very superficial person. Yeah. 
Um, somebody who clearly at that point in time, maybe she felt comfortable in her own skin, yeah. but she didn't feel comfortable around people who were real. Yeah. And we were all real. We were all being having fun, all having a good we time. We had a good time. And the only person who wasn't was her. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll see her next Tuesday. Oh. Well, maybe, maybe see you next Tuesday. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know how much you've pondered that, but... Uh, it was just know, recently. It just kind of... When I heard you guys mention it, it <coughs> kind of popped into my brain as yeah. a, maybe a defining moment. I don't know. Like I said, I think it... I could definitely see it being a defining moment for you. Yeah. I think for us it, it wasn't, but yeah. that's just like mental illness, though, isn't it? Oh yes, right. Like oh, hundred percent. You don't like the little things for us I, are massive for somebody else. I am right? an overthinker, always have been, always will be. Every yeah. little uh, thing that happens to me, I will analyze the shit out of it until it either drives me crazier or I just move on from it altogether. You know, and though, shut down on those. That types. being said, that and I definitely can relate to that aspect mm -hmm. for sure. It's a blessing and a curse. I mean, yep. you are who you are because of who you are and you can't be anything else. No. So oftentimes when, uh, and I know we've had this conversation before and I've always kind of talked about like, you know, using Chris as the example of not getting hung up on stupid little things mm -hmm. that, you know, I, I would sit there and overthink. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had a conversation with him the other day. We got together for dinner and it was the same thing. I was talking about something and he's just like, stand up for a second. And I'm like, why? He's like, I'm going to punch you right in the nuts. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, I know, I know what I'm saying to you is ridiculous and I shouldn't even be saying it, yeah. but I am. Yeah. And, and he's, he's, cause he sees things that way. He sees yeah. things pretty black and white. Um, he is a, he's a special, special guy. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, fuck, I wouldn't be who I am or where I am right now if it wasn't for him. Yeah. But, um, that's the that's another episode we'll just dedicate to him just how him amazing in. he is oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. he already said that he wants to interview me in the 50th episode i think oh, it was perfect He's like yeah i'm just gonna sit there and ask you questions awesome. like well fuck i'm sure everyone would love to hear that oh shit. yeah that'd, that'd be uh, great. but that being said yeah overthinking it um but but I used to beat myself up over that. That's that's the point I'm, I'm trying to make. Cause I used yeah. to, oh, sure. I used to sit there and go, Oh my God, like fucking just stop. Just brain, just stop because yeah. what you're talking or what you're thinking about doesn't make any sense yeah. to anybody but yourself. But you know what? If we didn't do what we did, mm -hmm. then we wouldn't be who we are. And I think who we are pretty fucking awesome. And if you talk uh, to our friends and family, most of them, most of them, <laughs> but the ones that matter, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the ones that, the ones that can actually see things for what they are. I'm not yeah. talking about the people who just see the surface. Yeah. I'm talking about people who actually know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. If you ask those people, and, and I did that. I did that. Uh, I don't know if you remember. Yes, I, I right? do. Shot you sent that, me a message. Shot, yeah, yep. shot that email out. Yep. And just said, hey, you know, what what are good and bad qualities? Because I thought yep. that I want to know. And it wasn't even to judge my self-worth. It right. was, what am I conveying to the world? Yeah. Right. And I told you. I think I told you you were a dick. Yeah, a hundred percent. But and I think I just replied back with, "Yeah, thanks, genius." Uh, no. <laughs> I, also, I think, a sarcastic. I think dick. you use words like godlike and uh, inspiration. Yeah, I don't think my I reason for living. totally think that was uh, somebody sure else you were emailing. Were, there was one more thing yeah. too. Oh, a sex god. Oh, that was definitely yeah, not me. That was the cherry on the top. Yeah, of it. on the. Wow. See you next Tuesday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. But anyways, no. So it's it's a it's a. 
one of the things that I, I strongly believe is that emotion is there to be experienced. Right. And the only time I find it a detriment is if it's taken to extremes. Yeah. You know, I think extremes, and I've told you this before, I don't think extremes of any kind are healthy. I no. don't think somebody staying in the clouds all the time is healthy. I don't no. think somebody staying underground in their mind is healthy. Mm -hmm. But I also think you're doing yourself a disservice as a, as a human being if you don't acknowledge that you're going to have bad days yep. you're gonna have good days it's just a matter of how long you decide to linger in those and when you yep. are lingering that's when you may have to reach out to somebody obviously well you know when them. i'm having uh, bad days because i tell you immediately yeah <laughs> or i'll just call you out on your shit if you decide oh i'm just not going to say anything yeah oh yeah okay that works yeah hey why are you so quiet like that's why yeah I, honestly if we weren't getting together this weekend that conversation was happening soon because you were already going down that i gave you a week and a half yeah and generally, I give you maybe two weeks or so before I just say like, <laughs> "All right, this is enough." Is yeah. Enough is or enough. you show up at my house and drag me to a fucking horror yeah. movie. My yeah. My favorite things in the whole world. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But no, I, I think mm. it's I think it's interesting. I think the public perception is changing for the better. I, I, I so. worry sometimes about change because the overreaction tends to bring out people who are these social justice warriors and oh. they're out there and they're, and they're, um, you know, they're spouting off about things that they think that they should be spouting off about without actually meaning any of the fucking shit that they're saying. You know, that um, with all this type of shit that um, like when Joker came out and, and, and oh, we're worried it's going to cause people to do bad things. We're worried that people with mental illnesses are going to go out and commit these atrocious acts and blah, 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 blah. Well, newsflash, people with mental illnesses are out there committing these atrocious acts before mm -hmm. Joker came out. But also, you fuckers perpetuating it and fucking keep throwing it out there. You're the ones who are... like. What did the Joker movie or Joker movie do? Did it cause a whole bunch of people to go out and kill people? No, it caused a whole bunch of people to go take pictures on the fucking steps. <laughs> like, According to that neighborhood, they're not liking that no. too much. Well, neighborhood doesn't like it. Uh, Instagram's <laughs> loving it because they fucking yeah. have got all the pictures of everybody on I the steps. I haven't seen any of that. Show. Oh, there's uh, there's tons of them. All they're all in the Joker pose on the steps and and whatever. And I mean, uh, whatever. whatever. If that's you're Dude. into that, fuck. Hey, listen. The about... reason I went to Rome and Paris was because of the fucking Da Vinci Code. So I can't, yeah, I'm not, you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a good reason. But that's like, uh, <laughs> and I'm standing in the museum going, "This is where he stood." Yeah. Yeah. like millions of other yeah. people. Jackass. You know what I do find is this whole, uh, um, I've always found funny and I see it every now and then and I laugh every time is the, uh, with the whole uh, Me Too movement and the, the cancel culture and all that kind of stuff. Every now and then a meme will pop up and it'll be a picture of Tom Hanks and it says, seven more women have come out to uh, accuse Tom Hanks of being a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me laugh every single time because I, I, if I were to think of the nicest person on the planet, Tom Hanks is definitely at the top of that list. Because he just seems I mean, like he would be that guy. That's why there could be no other Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Oh, like, uh, I'm looking forward to like, that one too. Oh, that's I think be it's going to be amazing. Good. Gonna I, be really I, I've good. liked Tom Hanks since uh, Joe versus the Volcano. Oh, or yeah. The Burbs or Big or any of Big, Splash, any yeah. of those movies back then. Before, not, uh, before Forrest. I didn't see... I don't think I've ever seen You Have Mail in its entirety. I don't know why you would. Well, me either. But I, <laughs> but I saw... I think it's You've Got Mail. Because that was the... What did, I, what did I say? You have mail. Oh, yeah. Why the fuck? Yeah, yeah I don't know. You, you like mail. to have mails. But I uh, was... Got mail, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
would have been a great t- title for a movie, and I'm sure it would have starred Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there so much motherfucking mail in my motherfucking email? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, how do you hate how do you hate Tom Hanks? You can't. You can't. It's, it's physically impossible. Literally and figuratively and physically impossible. Somebody out there saying right now, I hate Tom Hanks. Yeah. Look in the mirror and tell yourself you're a fucking liar. Because you do not hate Tom Hanks. Fucking liar. Lying to themselves. They're lying to themselves. Because lying if they said it to everybody. us, we would know it's a lie right oh, off the bat. And we would yeah. just look at them and go... Stand up. Yeah. Punch you right in your balls. Right in the balls. <laughs> That's Newton's go-to move. That's right. Either punch on them or step on them. I don't care what yeah, you do to those balls, but you fucking punish those balls. That guy can fucking climb out of a car window quick. But anyway. Oh my I, God. <laughs> that was a vile... Vile. Still one of the greatest nights of my life. Oh, it was so fucking yeah, good. I. So. It was so such a tiny opening. It was. I don't know. How I, got it. I don't know how either because was I was pretty fu- sure I closed the window and locked it. Fucking out quick. He was out. <laughs> For those of you listening at home wondering what the fuck we're talking about, um, one night one of our famous Dairy Queen drive through. Yeah. Yes, Dairy Queen yeah. drive through. Yeah. And we uh, <laughs> we were we were sitting there, and. Uh, I might, I might, uh, you know, I might, a uh, cup of cheese. Maybe. Uh, maybe a little maybe a flatulence. little bit. Uh, I wouldn't say little, but whatever. Yeah. I, I definitely farted. Yes. And yes, you did. then I proceeded to lock the windows. The car doors. And the car the doors. Windows. Because there was me, Max, Noon, and. I think it was uh, just three of us, wasn't it? I thought Neil was in the car too. I don't think so. I think Neil was out, maybe it was uh, just the three. out west at that point. Okay. Might have been just the three of us. Yeah. And Noon was in the back seat. Noon was in the back seat. Directly and, behind you. Yeah. Before I could do anything, I farted and and I think it was you were like, Oh my god, what the hell was that? And I look out and Chris was in the parking lot. <laughs> so what is amazing about it is you were in the drive thru and we were so close to the building, even if he wanted to open the door, he couldn't have opened the door. Yeah. And I have never seen anybody fucking get through a car window as quick as he did. No. And he literally was in the fucking parking lot. In the parking lot. Looking yeah. at us going, you guys, you sorry fuckers. And I was too slow and chubby to get out of the car. Well, I mean, let's be honest. I wasn't climbing out any fucking car windows either. No. But I was kind of reveling in my own essence at that point in time. So, Yeah. You yeah. know what, man? I think that that's a good place to leave it. What yeah, do you think? definitely on the fart. For now, I yeah. mean, why not? Like we've we've talked a lot about a lot of good things. Yeah, some serious things like mental illness and ended um, on a fart. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much our relationship. <laughs> it started with mental illness, end with a fart. Well, if we were going to go into uh, degrees of farts, then we could rank them. That one's up top, but golf store is <laughs> for a different reason though this is the batman conversation right like this is who do you like for what because for pure sound oh that's clear far and away number one it was it was it was definitely loud and because i can't I say th- that i ever smelt it no because i was across the fucking store <laughs> and you had to leave because you were laughing too hard what really made Amazing. that one happen as well as it did and what made it Rizzy. was my wife yeah. trying to power through it and still talk to me as if it didn't happen and show me these golf shirts that she wanted me to try on and then she just fucking gave up and left the store because i was laughing so hard the four of us were in a golf store looking at different golf golf paraphernalia and myself and my wife at the time were at one end of the store and they were at the other 
essentially. Yeah. At least three quarters of the store away. Yeah, I was, and I was pretty close to the cashier. Yes. And <laughs> out of nowhere, I hear something cut through the air that I didn't think was possible to come out of a human being's yeah. person. It was, it was definitely a lot louder than I thought it was going to be. A lot louder. And whether it's the acoustics in that place or just oh. the sheer fucking force. pressure and force. Yeah. That you had oh. distributed that day, <laughs> and it wasn't like a quick one either. Like it oh, was, no. it was, it was long and loud. Yeah, it was from start to finish. But it was the perfect length. Yeah, it wasn't overdone, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And it was just immediately I bend over laughing. I'm <laughs> dying. I'm I dying. Think before I was even done, you were laughing. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was in full hysterics uh, as you were finishing up that fart, and oh. I couldn't even fuck. I left the store. Yeah, I had to leave the store, and the so, whole time Rosie's standing there trying to get me to try on those shirts. What do you think of the shirt? What do yeah, you think of the shirt? and then she just threw them down and said, "Fuck it," and 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 uh, and. Uh, so in, couldn't you hear me when I was outside? Yes, you were. <laughs> yes, because I started laughing and I couldn't stop laughing, and I was trying to focus on her showing me these shirts because I knew how important these golf shirts were to her and how embarrassed and, you. And I could her? see you on the front of the store, <laughs> and you were doubled over laughing, and Michelle just standing there, standing beside you, just shaking her head. Yeah, and not impressed. No, and then Rosie was like, "We need to get the fuck out of here now," and. In the store at the time, there was the four of us. There was the cashier, and I believe there was another family. Yeah, at the back. They were of buying the store. golf clubs. Yeah, for I think a kid. I think yeah. it was there. Yeah, yeah. There was like a mom and a dad and a kid, and that was all that was in this store. But I'm everybody in this store heard that happen, and we laughed. We laughed about. Well, I mean, we still laugh about it today. Oh. But, but that day in particular, we laughed about it all weekend. All weekend. All weekend long. And we didn't went from the beginning of the laugh though. Till half the drive home. So we're yeah. probably talking a good solid 15 minutes of fucking laughter. 15, yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Shit. So we were on, on the street that you lived on. Bailey, and yeah. we started laughing in the store. Yeah. And we probably, I, I would say longer than 15 minutes. Like we laughed literally all the way back to the house. You were driving laughing. Yeah. We laughed all the way back to your house. We laughed all the way into the house to the point where the women had wanted nothing to do with us. Oh my God. At that time. Like they oh. hated our guts. Yeah. And like, that wasn't the first or last time. But, oh, God, I mean, no. They never really liked, liked the, us. Yeah. <laughs> no, liked us getting together, I oh, think, yeah. is what is yeah. what those weekends always turned into them doing their own things and, and yeah. us either going golfing and trying to get the fuck away from us. Uh, that's what they wanted yes. to do. Anyway, and that's usually the reverse of the way people are because it's yeah. usually the guys are like, I got to get away from the wife. And yeah, it's well, like, they, no, they nope. wanted to distance themselves. Yeah, they didn't want to be from anywhere us. near us. Yeah, so, but that um, was pretty remarkable. So, yeah, I would say on pure um, uh, presentation, that was, that, that was uh, a good one. Is a good one. Fuck. Well, um, on that note, uh, just to Brown close note. that story out, uh, that store is no longer in business. Makes sense. How do you recover from that? How can you? You just don't. You don't. Well, dude, um, I think that's fucking going to cover it for today. Perfect. I think that uh, we've got a good solid, I don't know, eight hours of stuff I'm going to throw <laughs> right like in the we've garbage. Been here for a long time. I would uh, request a, a new chair, but I know that's not going to happen because I tend to break them. So Yeah, I mean, we still got more recording to do tomorrow, which means you're probably going to break that chair too. Perfect. So. Um, until then, kids, we'll uh, see you on the other side. Peace. Peace.